0: No, 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 don't get excited. This is not a podcast where I have done the restructuring. Um I'm still kind of figuring out how exactly I want to do it. It might be something... I was wondering whether it would be better to come in the next season. What is this, season four? Or season three? God, I'm so confused now. Anyway, um, yeah... So, I just wanted to do a podcast because I thought it was not a nice idea. <laughs> I just feel like it's something that I wanted to document. Um, today is the 13th of September. And on the 8th of September, Queen Elizabeth II passed away, which all of you will know well everyone knew on the day but you will have well and truly seen everything by the time this podcast goes out you will have seen the mourning period would have happened the funeral would have happened the bank holiday um would have happened everything would have happened already the ascension of king charles iii it's I just kind of wanted to document it because at the moment, so like I said, it's the 13th, so it kind of basically in the middle of the morning period. And there is already a lot of changes and it is very surreal. Like I've had people asking, oddly enough, callers when I've been at work for American things that have said, you know, I'm very, I'm very sorry for like your loss and all of this. And which is a bizarre thing to hear. I mean, I know that she's our queen, but when someone says, I'm very sorry for your loss, that feels kind of personal. And as sad as I am about it, I don't know, that kind of just like shook me up a bit or surprised me the first time someone said that to me, it took me by surprise and I Spent that first shift back at work and I was really exhausted after it because there was a lot of because of the Queen's passing, blah, 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 all of this and and saying it so many times, I was um, totally shocked when it was announced. My parents told me because obviously like, I don't watch the news. I would have seen it eventually on social media. But yeah, my mom said, you should call and tell Rani because, you know, she loves the royal family. She was a big fan of the Queen. Um, I've literally watched so many documentaries, read so many things. Um, I know so much about the royal family and I'm a big supporter of theirs. And I was a big, am, um, or well, I am a big fan of the Queen. I'm super, like, I can't even tell you how much like, I admire her. And Everything she's done for the, not just for the monarchy, not just for the country, but like on a global scale, the amount of lives that she's touched, the amount of difference that she's made, it's just crazy. And like everyone keeps saying here, she has been a constant for so many people for their entire lives. I mean, she was 96 when she died. I'm only 36. So (laughs) there's, I mean, for my dad, he was, he was around, like he, oh my God, how do I say for my dad, for example, he went with his grandmother to one of the I don't know if it was a street parade or something. Anyway, the Queen was coming by, whatever, and he had his British flag, little British flag and all that. And he remembers things like that because he was born in the UK. He grew up in the UK, He left when he was 17. But she's been a constant for him, even though he moved to Australia and he didn't really come back here until like, what, 12 years ago. Um, and even then he wasn't always in this country, but obviously the queen Australia was a part of the Commonwealth and there's a, you know, there's mixed emotions in Australia about it because it's very different living here in the UK and having the queen or the royal family than it is being a part of the Commonwealth, being a part of the Commonwealth. I mean, for me, I know there's a lot of countries that don't want to be part of the Commonwealth anymore. Um, I mean but from my point of view as an Australian she's not there ruling over the country she's not there deciding on how exactly we do things I mean even here she's not she doesn't insert herself into politics she remains impartial um all of that and I think there's a big misunderstanding in a lot of countries as to what The monarchy does i think at this point um they're saying that a lot of countries have stayed because of their respect for the queen but they're wondering now whether that will change after her passing and with king charles the third so i mean there's going to be a lot of change coming up so far in the uk it's just a it's a very surreal moment it's like one of those things that you know okay she's 96 it's bound to happen at some point prince philip the duke of edinburgh died last year he just had his the one year anniversary of his death she was to be honest i don't think she was ever quite the same after he died that was a huge loss for her and he was such a big supporter of hers and provided so much strength and like she always said that he was her strength and stay. Um, And I think after he passed, because their marriage, their love story really was, they really did have an epic romance. They loved each other. You could see it in the photos of them together. And I think when he passed, it was a really, really big loss for her. And she had dedicated her life to the country, to the Commonwealth. She she dedicated a life of service and she gave everything. I mean, she sacrificed things that she loved, that she wanted to do. And she gave everything to crown and country. So... It's one of those things where I guess you hear of the Queen's um, health deteriorating and all of this, but they don't give you all the details. They don't want to cause like, you know, a panic or whatever. So I guess in a way we all knew deep down that it was coming sooner rather than later. But when it did happen, I think it was a really big shock to everyone because she'd almost been around for a century. She'd been around for so many people's lifetimes. Um, It's just, (laughs) it's crazy. So what, she would have been born in 1926. Um, So when she was, when was it? In 19, she was 25, so 1946, 1951. So that was when my dad was one, when she was crowned queen which is insane. (laughs) It's crazy. Like my dad is what, 72? He was 72 this year. So he's known the queen. Well, not known the queen, but the queen for him has been around for 72 years, (laughs) which is insane. That's so crazy to think of. Um, but yeah, they're talking about here, obviously money will change. Stamps will change. And this is not just money here. The money will then change they in any commonwealth country that has the queen on their money the money will change and we'll have charles on their money on the stamps i mean there's a lot of things that they've had in place for a really long time and this whole procedure for her death and what were they calling it, operation london bridge has obviously been in place for a very long time. It's been revised over the years. It's been, you know, practiced even down to the company that that has been hired um, for the use of the hearse. They came under fire because they had their company name on the window and everyone was saying, this is shameful advertising, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they removed it at the earliest convenience because the last thing anyone wants is for the Queen's death to be overshadowed by something else. Um, Speaking of overshadowed, uh, Meghan and Harry are here. And they've been, I mean, from my point of view, at the end of the day, they're a family. And this is why I said she's our Queen, but she's their grandmother, their mother, their aunt, their wife, their sister, their cousin, you know, their great grandmother. Like it's, at the end of the day, they're a family, just like all of the rest of us and our families. It's just that their family is historical. Their family is a monarchy and their family is on the world stage for everyone to see. So all of the disagreements, all of the triumphs and the failures, the divorces, the weddings you know, everything, the mishaps, the misconduct, everything is shown on a world stage. That's a lot for a family and that's a lot for hi- and historical institution. <laughs> it's a lot for the crown to uphold. Um, people are bound to make mistakes. People are, and the tabloids, they just report on things um, that we don't necessarily have proof of as well. So there's that, but I just wanted, I did a post on the day and I just wanted to kind of, you know, say my piece and say, look, at the end of the day, she is our queen, but she is the matriarch of her family and she is everything to them. And they've lost a grandmother and a mother and, you know, it's devastating for them and for them to have to deal with it so publicly, like when Princess Diana died, and William and Harry had to deal with that so publicly, it's crazy. I can't even imagine. And when I was getting these calls at work, and they were like, "Sorry for your lost, blah blah blah, I just, I automatically thought of like Charles and William and Harry and and everyone else. And imagine the well, imagine that happening to you on a global scale. Everyone, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss because it takes time when a family member passes. They don't just pass away and you go, okay, this has happened. I mean, for us, if a family, whenever a family member has passed, obviously, then the funeral is planned. You go to the funeral and it takes you time to get used to the idea that they're not there. But much like the queen her successor Charles just has to jump up and do it and he has to be the king of a country regardless of how he's feeling or how upset he is um I mean he has had the most amazing apprenticeship which is what everyone is saying he's learned so much from watching his mother as queen and obviously he has his own ideas and he'll do things a little bit differently but the same for William he's he's watched his grandmother and now he gets to watch his father and what, Charles is 70 something, 76, something like that. I can't remember how old he is now. (laughs) Sorry. He's 70 something. So, I mean, that's quite a ripe old age to become king. So who knows? I mean, if he lives as old as his mother, he'll be king for 20 years what can we do? What can we say? But it could be a lot less and William could be king before he knows it. So William is now second in line to the throne, meaning that if anything happens, he will become king and their whole family, their whole lives change, even though he's known for the past, what, he's 40 now for 40 years he's been an heir to the throne. He's lived his life knowing that one day he will be king without fail. One day he will be king. Um, then that's an adjustment. (laughs) What can I say? So I feel for them now at this time. And I even feel for, uh, Prince Andrew, because he had a heckler in the crowd the other day when they were Walking behind the hearse with the Queen's coffin to in Edinburgh, and there was a young boy that was calling him a sick old man, and I applauded the crowd that then started chanting "God Save the King" to drown out what he was saying because it was it was so <coughs> disrespectful. Like there's a time and place for things, and and Andrew has been very private he hasn't been on he's not doing public engagements he's not on anything but he is out at the moment because his mother just died and he's there with his siblings to honor her and he's dealing with this loss as well and the at the end of the day what we think of him we don't have any proof that any of it actually happened Uh, we only have what's reported in the media and you know what the media is not best known for their accuracy, for their truth-telling. They're there to sell magazines and newspapers. (laughs) I mean, of all of the people named in that case, in that circle, um, he could have been one of the most famous. And if you were going to accuse someone of doing something like that, then why not accuse (laughs) Prince Andrew Why not? I'm just saying some people are opportunists. Some people are just, it could be possible that it never happened. And if it didn't happen, then he's lost a lot for a lie that someone told. If it did happen, then rightfully he lost his, you know, his naval titles. (laughs) he's still a prince but he's lost his right to be a serving member of the royal family he's not a royal engagements. he's not you know they basically locked him up and said you'll come out when we tell you you can and then that's it which it's not if it is true it's a lot but it's not what obviously people would want as far as punishment goes but again like I said we don't know if it's true or not and I feel like in this sense what that young man did even though he has a right to voice his opinion I feel like it was very disrespectful not only to the fact that he was doing it as a queen's coffin was being driven past and the king was marching past but because he's a man that's just lost his mother and he's grieving and he's having to help his children through it he's supporting the new king he's there's just a lot going on (laughs) there's a lot going on for them and it's just, oh my God, it's crazy. They're saying, uh, so William and Kate are now the Prince and Princess of Wales. Um, So they were saying that Kate has now had to explain to her children that their last name has changed because their last name previously was Cambridge as they were the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Now they will be George, Charlotte and Louis Wales because that's, their titles have changed so now they've just started a new school and everything so there's like that navigation they're wondering whether Charles is going to name Harry and Meghan's children Archie and Lilibet uh a prince and princess because according to royal protocol I think it was by King George IV I think it was don't quote me on the actual um, the direct descendants, as in the children and grandchildren of the monarch, are um, entitled to the title of prince and princess, um, whereas great grandchildren, etc., going down, 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 um, are not. So, like direct heirs, direct heirs to the monarch. <laughs> so, say, um, Princess Anne, her children, Zara and Peter, their children, can be Prince, Princess, I'm not entirely, sh- entirely sure what, the same for Prince Andrew, um, his children could be Prince and Princess, um because of the Queen before they could have been Prince and Princess. However, they, I can't remember whether it was Prince, um, Edward and his wife, the Countess of Wessex, Sophie. Um, I can't remember whether they decided not to give their children, the titles of Prince and Princess or whether it was something that the children didn't want, um, because they wanted them to be able to have as normal life as possible. So their son is a Viscount. And their daughter, I'm not sure if she's a countess as well. I can't remember. I don't know what their daughter is, but I know their son is definitely a Viscount. So um, yeah, (laughs) he hasn't come out to say because there would need to be documents and whatever signed, like drawn up and signed and whatever to <clears throat> change that the ones that he has officially changed is for the duke and duchess of cambridge to the prince and princess of wales and also the queen before her death had already um said that when the new king is um, ascends to the throne his wife will become the queen consort. People are a little bit confused about that because they're like, well, oh, why wasn't the duchess of um sorry, the duke of edinburgh Um, the king consort but from what I understand this needs this title needs to be given by the previous king or queen so in that point King George would have had to have said Prince Philip when he marries um, Prince Philip as marrying my daughter upon my death will become the king consort Um, as far as I understand this is how it works so I'm assuming that that didn't happen. (laughs) So he was, he remained Prince Philip. He um, was also the Duke of Edinburgh, which meant that the Queen was also the Duchess of Edinburgh, along with being the Queen, (laughs) which is interesting because I wouldn't have thought she would have had any other titles, but so she did. Um, What was the other thing? Oh, Prince Philip also wanted prior to his death He wanted their youngest son, Prince Edward, to become the new Duke of Edinburgh. However, this title change needed to be given by King Charles III when he became king. So they're waiting to find out whether that's going to happen, which would then make his wife, Sophie, who is currently the Countess of Wessex, that would make her the Duchess of Edinburgh. I know. Complicated, right? <laughs> when people die in our families, nothing changes. <laughs> Basically, nothing changes. Actually, you know what? I think it's just, uh, what's the word? Human nature. If the head of your family passes away, someone automatically always then becomes like the unspoken head of the family. Like it's, it's always the next person. So if both um let's say for example both of my grandparents have passed away on my dad's side which makes him the head of the family basically he doesn't have any siblings so there's not like a thing if it was my mom then it would be her brother Chris because he's the oldest and then so on and so forth so much like the royal family it's just that our titles don't change we don't become something fancy we just I suppose take on more responsibilities, but yeah. So at the moment we haven't had the funeral yet. Um, It is kind of like in a way quite sad. It's in a way quite like surreal because I suppose, I mean, I haven't been to Buckingham palace. I haven't been to anywhere to take flowers or anything like that i was actually thinking yesterday i went into work so i went into london i was thinking i should have just booked a hotel in london and stayed there the night and then gone to buckingham palace today and you know because i'm off today whatever and kind of paid my respects and whatever but i didn't it didn't really like register to me to do that until i was on my way home and i thought oh it's too it's like too late now I can't just <laughs> I can't just book a star right now. Who's going to have a star right this time in the night and I was already kind of halfway home as well. So yeah, but it would have been nice. I mean, I have obviously today and tomorrow, but I mean, as much as I want to, I don't it's another expense. It's an expense to go to London to I don't know and I feel like I wouldn't want to do it by myself I would want to you know go with the mister or go with my parents or whatever I don't know it just feels weird to do it by myself so yeah to take a minute and and put some flowers and I don't know I don't know Anyway, I do like I said it just it's just so surreal to think that it's actually happening. And I think unless you go to one of the palaces or whatever, then all the people that William and Kate and Harry and Meghan met and all of the members of the royal family that they've met outside the different palaces um or different properties that are leaving flowers it must be just such a surreal experience to be there. The last time this happened, well, obviously, was when Prince Philip passed. Um, the last really big one was that was really shocking was Diana because it was never expected that it was going to happen. You know what I mean? It was never expected. And that was what, 20 years ago now, I think? I think it was. Wait, hold on. It was 1997, so it was 25 years ago. (sighs) Gollies. Anyways. So, yeah, I'm just... It's going to be a public holiday on the 19th. I believe her funeral's on the 19th, I think. We haven't been given loads of information about what's going on. I know that at the moment her coffin is resting in Edinburgh um and tomorrow i believe they'll be making the journey down to london um and i think we'll be in westminster abbey and i think she's meant to be laid to rest near her father i think this is the idea but yeah i don't know maybe i'll do another one after the morning period is over and the funeral and and all of this because It's such a massive change, honestly. It's like, it's not just, it's so weird to think that I'm alive to see a king be coronated. It's so bizarre to think because, I mean, yeah, there'll be people like my dad that were alive when she was coronated. Now they've seen a king and a queen be coronated. Like this is just, it's bizarre. It seems so old fashioned and so archaic something that's in fairy tales like why would i see a king be coronated like what the heck um but i mean hopefully i'll be lucky enough to be around to see william be coronated as well whenever that happens because like i said charles is getting on he started he started a bit late in life to the king business but i'm sure he's going i'm sure he's going to do a great job he's He's been, he's done the role of Prince of Wales really well. So I wish him all the best. He has my support. So yeah, I just wanted to kind of come on here and share that with you, give you guys a bit of a update of what's going on. And I don't really know that much, but just so you have a perspective of, what it's like to be in the uk at the moment during the mourning period of the passing of the queen anyway um i will update you guys later but for now it's been a pleasure as always don't forget to go to the main page check out the links my socials blog and vlog and i will speak to you next time bye guys